Over his 34-year career, my husband has authored over 50 published articles, along with several books, videos, and audio training programs on the subject of network marketing. He's also been repeatedly recognized as one of the top network marketing trainers in the world. In June of 2011, he was invited to visit our company's home office. He was so impressed with what he saw that he decided that day to walk away from his lucrative speaking and consulting career and got started as a team of one. Today, that team of one has grown to over 200,000 customers, associates, managers, directors, executives, and millionaires in 17 countries. Today, my husband and I work together and we are extremely grateful to have been recognized as the number one income earners for our company worldwide. But what I'm most excited about today is that thanks to podcast technology, you can learn the leadership skills, the leadership lessons that will help you grow your own world-class team. With that in mind, let the man who's been teaching others about leadership for decades share what he's been teaching with you. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce my business partner and the love of my life, my husband, Michael S. Klaus. Well, here we are again. Now, before we get into this week's podcast on lessons in leadership, let's do a brief recap so that we're all on the same page. On the very first episode, what's officially listed as episode 000, I really identified the purpose behind these lessons in leadership, primarily discussing who should be listening. On our first episode, we talked about leadership, starting with the decision. And we defined leadership as helping others do what you're doing, one step at a time. Then in our second episode, we really spent some time discussing the concept of time. That in network marketing, it's not about how long, it's about how many. We delved a little into the second eight hours and we spent some time dealing with commitment. That commitment really is doing the thing you said you would do. And then the secret really that will determine your long-term success to be here, still actively involved a year from now. On this episode, I want to discuss how you structure your time, how you work with your team, and why knowing where you're going is the first step in getting others to follow your lead. So let's get right into today's lesson in leadership. You know, it really is as simple as planning your work and working your plan. We've all heard that expression, but what does that actually mean here? Uh, let me see if I can explain. What I'm asking all of you to do, what I'm asking all of you to teach and train your teams to do, what I'm really asking everyone to do who's in the space of network marketing, in our company, of course, on our team, is to plan your work and then work your plan. And it all starts with getting it out of your head and getting it down on paper. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, when I started more than three decades ago, it was really pretty simple. You got a big desk calendar and you started to fill it out. Eventually, as time moved on, people started carrying their little day timers with them in a, in a purse or maybe the suit coat pocket of a jacket. But nevertheless, it was out of our heads and it was down on paper. Scheduling appointments, putting some notes down, things for follow-up. We were always carrying something with us to write with and something to write on. It was really pretty simple because there weren't a lot of choices. 
Today in our electronic age, everything has changed. So although I'm going to be using from an illustrative standpoint the idea of a paper calendar, please don't get hung up on that. If you're more comfortable with your tablet, or if you're doing what I'm doing today and using the electronic calendar that's on my phone and basically syncs to everything else, wonderful. But the reason I'm going to talk about a paper calendar is because anyone can do it. Anyone can go to Google, anyone can type in calendar for the particular year, whatever year it happens to be, the month of the year, hit the images tab, find some great examples, pick one they like and print it out. That's probably the most cost effective, the most efficient way to get started. Next step up, I suppose, get in your car, go to an Office Depot, a Staples, go online to an Amazon or otherwise and order whatever you'd like and have it sent to your house. But don't make this a big production. You want to get started today. So let's just talk about how we're going to plan our work and work our plan. Well, first of all, we have to understand what we're planning. We have to appreciate the fact that your life is already busy. We talked about that last week. There are things going on. You found a way to spend every hour, indeed every minute, every second of yesterday. It's gone. Your days are full. So where are you going to find the time for your side hustle? Where are you going to find the time for your network marketing business. Well, statistically, we could talk at least statistically, you're probably going to pull it from wherever it currently is. Usually screen time, some other activity, but whatever it happens to be, we want to focus on the basics and on the fundamentals. You remember, two contacts a day, four days a week, that'll take just about anyone from wherever they are to where they want to be over time. You want to speed it up, then talk to more people on more days. Hey, listen, talking to three people a day, five days a week will catapult you into success if you consistently stay true to that formula for a year. I mean, the numbers are really, really powerful when you think about that. But what does that still actually mean? Well, we have to find the time, what I call the holes on our calendar that will allow us to understand that we're going to use those holes for revenue producing activity. So here's what I'm going to ask all of you to do. Now listen to this all the way through first, but then once you've listened to it all the way through first, I do want you to go back and listen a second time with your calendar in front of you so that you can really appreciate this point. So hopefully you now have your calendar in front of you or you're listening for the first time. That's fine too, but do make sure you come back. I mean, don't be one of those individuals that just listens and listens and listens. You know, we have so many people in life that fall into the trap of just taking in information, knowledge, whatever it happens to be, but they never actually take the time to do the work. You know, Lynn and I have a beautiful gym in our home, but we do have to remember we've got to do the work. For, the, for us, the work is really pretty simple. Walk downstairs, walk into the gym, do the work. But you'd be amazed at how infrequently that happens when it's not planned out. What about you? Do you find the same challenges going on in your life? Things that are not planned, planned out, really just not being done? Well, what we're going to do for the next 90 days is see if we can adjust that so that you can accomplish more in less time by planning your work and then working your plan. So now with your calendar in front of you, here's what we want to do. First of all, cast your vision 90 days 
out. Think of the next 90 days as your season in this profession. Sure, spring, summer, winter, fall, we have seasons every 90 days. The government here, at least in the United States, wants your tax money about every 90 days. A mother going through a pregnancy, although it's nine months, it's broken down into three trimesters, about 90 days. The university student, they refer to those as semesters, about 90 days. We see this pattern almost everywhere, and we're going to apply that pattern here. Leaders build their businesses in 90-day blocks of time. So cast your vision forward 90 days and try to anticipate what title you would like to have achieved and what income you would like to be earning. Those are the only two decisions we're going to make, title and income. By the way, make sure the title is representative of the income and the income representative of the title. And if you're new, please reach out to someone and ask for help. Let them know where you are, let them know what you're trying to accomplish, and see if it seems reasonable for you to be able to accomplish that over the next 90 days. Now, with your goal of title and income in mind, we want to break that down into three 30-day segments. And so once we are talking about that 30-day period, that's where we get it out of our mind, out of our heads, so to speak, and down on paper. So let's just take the first 30 days. Now, what I want you to do somewhere on your calendar is make a list of what's important to you. If you need to pause this and come back to it, wonderful. If you've already spent some time thinking about that because you've gone through this a time or two and you're now ready to do the work, beautiful. But whatever it is, make absolutely certain you have the list of your important aspects of life. Let me give you just a few that most people would consider important, but your list may be very different. For most people, the spiritual aspect of their life is significantly important. If that's true for you, write it down. What about your family? Now, if you're single, that's different than if you're in a relationship. That's different than if you're married. That's different than if you have children, grandchildren. You get the idea. But we'll just put all of that into one bucket and refer to that as family. What about the physical aspect of your life? You know, the getting in shape, staying in shape part? Hey, if your body breaks down, where else are you going to have to live? We've got to take care of our body. Don't leave that to chance. We should probably have an area down there called financial. In parentheses, just to make it clear, let's put your job or how you currently are earning your income. Remember what I mentioned in a previous episode? Most people work. We have to make allowances for that. You may be no different too. Nothing wrong with that. So we've got to make time for that on your calendar, your job, the financial aspect, where you're earning a living. Remember the first eight hours where we earn the income to feed our families. We've got to have your side hustle down. Hey, the network marketing business that you're building, however you want to refer to that, make sure that's down. And then, of course, don't leave out some fun. There is nothing worse than trying to climb the ladder of success, climb the mountain, whatever metaphor you would like to use, and not having any fun along the way. I remember a season when I was building my business in the very beginning, and I didn't understand this point. I was living in Seattle at the time, and guess what? Seasons, summer especially, were very short. We had to wait until a particular time to pull out the furniture. You know, the patio furniture, the barbecue, those types of things. And I remember one day looking out the window and realizing I had missed the entire season. 
I promised myself right then and there I would never let that happen again. And I am absolutely convinced that you can grow your business. Indeed, yes, you can build your business over time without having to sacrifice everything. I really do believe you can put it all in, but you've got to get it out of your head and you've got to get it down on paper. The spiritual, family, physical, financial, your job, of course, your side hustle, and a little bit of fun. Now, if you have something else that I've left off, no worries, just write it down. I wouldn't make your list too long, though. You shouldn't have a list of 27 things you need to do. That's just too many. Try to keep it to just about a half a dozen or so, and I think you'll be doing just fine. So now that we have those down, what are we going to do? Well, put them in a pecking order. What's the single most important aspect of your life? For some people, they would say the spiritual. Others might say the physical, and they would reason, hey, if I don't take care of my body, how can I serve my creator? Well, it's an interesting point. So again, I'm not going to put my opinions on you. You just have to decide what your hierarchy is. Make your list and put it down so that you have the single most important thing first, the second, third, fourth, fifth, and so on. That should be on your calendar all the time. Once you have that down, hey, the rest of this is pretty easy. You could probably figure it out on your own. We don't have to take a lot of time discussing this because what we're going to do is for the next 90 days, we're going to write it all down. So if you, again, do some form of worship, write it down. Now, listen, I know you know where you go, and I know you know what you do, but write it down. It doesn't have to be in just absolute minute detail, but just put a little reference on your calendar so that you know you're blocking out that time for worship. The same thing is true with your family. What does that mean to you? Is that a kid's soccer game after school? Is that attending a PTA conference? Is that being home when your kids come home? Is that playing a little ball with your, your kid? What does that mean to you? Hey, listen, date night on a, on a weekend, a Friday night, not a bad idea. I think sometimes we spend a lot of time courting or dating or getting to know someone, and then all of a sudden, once we've, you know, agreed that we want to be together for the rest of our lives, we don't do as much as we once did. Sometimes that's not always a great idea. Hey, maybe date night for you is going to be as important as it is for Lynn and for me. Write it down. Don't leave it to chance. Make sure you've got some time for your job. Make sure you have some time for your body. Make sure you have some time for your sight. Whatever your pecking order is, write it all down. Now, once you have it down, and by the way, the last item you should be writing down, this is important, the last item is your side hustle. The reason for that is what we want to find are the holes that are still available on your calendar. You might find, for example, that on a Tuesday evening, you've got some time. You might find on a Monday evening you have some time. You might find on a Thursday evening you have some time. You might find on a Saturday or a Sunday you have some time. What you're looking for are the holes on your calendar that still allow you to lead a very high-quality life. This is critically important because it will make the journey worth taking. I mean, after all, if this is going to be arduous and difficult and at every turn miserable, you probably won't keep doing it. We have to make sure that our life continues to improve the longer we're here, not the other way around. So write it all down. Now, once you have the spiritual down, the family time down, the physical to keep your body up down, your job time down, you've got your fun down, where are the holes? Where are they? 
Now, what we want to do is block out that time for, here's the phrase, revenue producing activity. Cleaning your desk is important. It's not revenue producing. Getting ready to get ready is important. It's not revenue producing. Reading that book that might help you move beyond that's not revenue producing. Yes, important, not revenue producing. Listening to this podcast until this becomes part of the very fabric of who you are is important, not revenue producing. We don't want to delude ourselves into thinking we're working when we aren't. There are only three things that I really truly believe are revenue producing. Here they are. Number one, finding people to talk to, whether that's in person, which we've discussed, social media, or otherwise. You're looking for people like you that you can help do what you're doing as customers, business builders, or both. Number two, talking with those people, sharing the information, whether, again, that's done electronically, whether that's done in person, whether that's done using Zoom technology, however it's done, however the story is told, the story needs to be told. Every time we're ensuring the story is getting told, that's revenue-producing activity. And then when someone decides, after we've found them and shared the information with them, they've decided that they also want to become a customer or possibly a business builder or both, they'd like to make some extra money just like you're interested in doing. Once we found those people, remember, we move into step three, which is teaching these people to do what you're doing one step at a time. That's the definition of leadership. So cast your vision 90 days out. See where you want to be with title and income. And then take a look at that. Break it down into three 30-day blocks. Write down your little pecking order, your hierarchy of what's important to you in life. Don't make your list too long. About a half a dozen things is, is just about all you need. Focus on the most important things first. Work backwards from there. Put your little side hustle at the bottom. There's nothing wrong or disrespectful about that. Put down everything you need to do and then look for the holes on your calendar. Fill those holes with revenue-producing activity. And until you're starting to really gain some momentum, probably about 80% of your time should be invested in looking for new individuals who might have an interest in your products, your opportunity, or both. About 20% of your time in presenting and then teaching those people who say yes, teaching them what you're doing one step at a time. Over time, those percentages will change, but that's okay. We'll talk about that on future episodes. Now, as we're doing this, we have to appreciate that we must stay on course. You know, if you're in a sailboat leaving San Francisco Harbor and your destination is Hawaii and your compass is off by just three degrees, just three degrees, 97% accurate. But you leave San Francisco Harbor, destination Hawaii, because of the curvature of the earth, you won't even know you missed the islands because you'll never see them. Covering that distance and being off by 3%, you will miss your goal completely. We've got to be better than that. We need to recalibrate and readjust. And just like that sailboat is off course most of the time because it needs to move with the wind, maybe going against it or with it or tacking or whatever the terminology happens to be, it's not moving like a powerboat fixed and focused in one direction. It's a great metaphor for life. Because we can't control really anything other than focusing on the destination and continuing to adjust. So how do we adjust? We adjust with these five words. 
Write them down. They're important. Memorize them. They're important. Teach and train them to everyone on your team. They're important. Here they are. Plan, do, review, adjust, repeat. Plan, do, review, adjust, repeat. What does that mean? Well, we've been covering this, but let's go into it on another level. Plan. We cast our vision 90 days out. We look at title and income. We divide that into three. We take the very first calendar. We're talking about paper just for purposes of ease of conversation. Use whatever device is important to you. I use my electronic one. That's fine. You decide. But we're getting it out of our head. We're getting it down on paper. We've got our pecking order, our hierarchy in our life. The most important thing first down to the least important, which we're going to call our side hustle. Nothing again wrong with that. We're going to plan this for 30 days. We're going to literally do it. Then we're going to go out and we're going to follow the next word. Do. You know, sometimes we forget to do. We forget to do the do. You got to do the do. If you have down on a Wednesday morning, you're going to work out. Then on a Wednesday morning, go work out. By the way, if you have down Wednesday morning, work out. Let me ask you to refine your plan. If you want to make sure your workout gets done on Wednesday morning, better to say 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., when are you going to actually be working out? Little side point, very important. So we're going to plan, then we're going to do. At the end of 30 days, we're going to review this. How did it feel? How did it feel with our family? How did it feel putting all of this in? How did it feel adding this side hustle into what our crazy life was already uh, uh, in, you know, full of? How did it feel? And we're then going to make any necessary adjustments and then repeat. Now, if you know what adjustments you need to make, just make them. But every once in a while, you may not know what to do. You may get to a point where you believe you're doing everything properly, everything right, and you're just not seeming to get any momentum. If you're not really sure what adjustments need to be made, then please hear me on this. Ask for help. But this is critical. Ask for help from someone who is above you on your team, who's already doing and accomplishing and achieving what you want to do, accomplish and achieve, ask that individual who has a vested financial interest in your success, ask that individual for help. You do not need to go outside of your team. You do not need to go outside of your company. You do not need to find some guru who's going to charge you for their time. You just don't need to do it. You need to find somebody who wakes up every single morning and does what you're doing. They're further ahead than you are. They're proving by their fruits that they're worthy of following. And they have a vested interest in helping you. What could be better than that? Ask them for their advice and then make it. Make the adjustments necessary and then repeat. Well, what does that mean? Well, if it's not obvious, repeating means, again, going back to Google if you need to or Staples or whatever it happens to be and printing out another desk calendar for the following month. And then what do we put on that calendar? Same thing. Somewhere in one of the margins, we've got our pecking order. We then go through the exercise of most important thing first, write it down. Second most important thing, write it down. Third most, when you get down to your side hustle, look for the holes, figure out about the revenue producing activity and the amount of time it's going to take. Remember, finding people to have the conversation with, social media, in person or otherwise, 
and then sharing the story, talking to those people. And I say talking in quotes now because yes, you can text. Yes, you can do all kinds of things besides actually having a conversation. But we do have to make sure the story is told. And then when someone says yes, teaching those people to do what you're doing one step at a time. So we complete the second month. So what do we do at the end of the second month? We do the same thing. We've got our goal 90 days out. How are we doing? How close are you to your goal? You may have to ramp it up a little bit. Hey, you may be ahead of the curve. You know, I don't know what's been going on in your world. If you get each and every person that you're introducing to your business to participate in these podcasts, you're probably going to have a much easier time building a team and indeed an income than if you're trying to just hope against hope that everybody figures it out on their own. I'm telling you, there's a reason. There's a reason we want to use structure. And this is what I'm referring to when I use the word structure. When I talk about how to structure your time, it's on your calendar. When I talk about how to work with your team, it's teaching your team how to structure their time on their calendar. And when I talk about why knowing where you're going is the first step in getting others to follow your lead, I'm talking about casting your vision 90 days out. So what happens at the end of 90 days? Well, if you've achieved your goal, celebrate, but not too much. If you've missed your goal a little bit or completely, don't berate yourself too much either. Either way, it's just a 90-day goal. Life is going to be a series of them. I have been involved in a 90-day plan, 90-day season after 90-day season after 90-day season for the better part of three decades. I will continue living my life that way. I will continue growing my business that way. I will continue other facets of what I call living that way because it just flat out works. I've taught this to other people in other businesses around the world. It just flat out works. We teach this to those people on our team and those who are applying this are realizing it just flat out works. But it really circles all the way back to the simple expression I used at the beginning of our conversation. We plan our work and we work our plan. We get it out of our head we get it down on paper, we focus on the most important things first, we work backwards from there, we have our side hustle, our network marketing enterprise is the least important aspect of our lives, we still find the holes where we can focus on revenue producing activity, and we go to work on the fundamentals. Finding people, talking to people, and teaching and training those that have said yes, how to do what we are doing one step at a time. And as you move through time, remember, becoming a leader is about making progress. It's not about reaching perfection. So this is going to take some time, and that's Okay. Give yourself time. Remember, start and stay consistent. Start and stay consistent. Start and stay consistent. Continue until you've accomplished what you've set out to accomplish. Now, on our next podcast, I'm going to be sharing a formula that can, that can and should be applied to each and every facet of your life, including your leadership. 
If you've ever wondered how you ended up where you currently are, wherever that is, and more importantly, what you will need to do in order to get where you'd like to be, wherever that is, then make sure you're listening to my next podcast, episode four. As always, if you've enjoyed this lesson in leadership, please leave a review and remember to share it with your team so that others will know why they should be participating too. Until next time, this has been Michael Klaus. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.